Good morning and welcome to Nature Watch. Nature Watch is brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral, Garden, and Bird Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now, your host of Nature Watch, it is Gary Miller. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you doing today? Oh, doing great. Good. Great weather out there, very comfortable. A little yeah. foggy. Um, invigorating this morning so yes exciting yeah, not, to see not not dreary like it's like it was yesterday morning no, with no, the no. drizzle and, and you know just the cool temperatures and all that and blah you know yeah, so kind of how that works out see that sun trying to peek through <laughs> i had to slow down a little bit once when it's coming in uh, for a deer trying to cross the road and then just down the road saw a flock of turkeys so their animals are out moving about and there you go, yeah. Uh, and some other animals. Also, we discussed uh, a yellow jacket issue that I was having last week, and uh, they they are still out there. And you oh, want yes. to make that an issue of this week's show? Yes, I actually, understand. I'm going to talk quite a bit about yellow jackets today. Um, first, actually, I want to start with uh, a little bit of an apology to our listeners last week with my trivia question oh. about the groups of hummingbirds. And despite my I thought very vigorous research and very reputable sources. Uh, a charm of hummingbirds was, in fact, a correct answer. Uh, luckily, Julius was very persistent and won that <laughs> gift card anyway. Uh, so I apologize to the listeners about that. Um, one of the other things that uh, we'll talk a little bit about yellow jackets last week, too, with uh, hu- yellow jackets on hummingbird feeders. And uh, yeah. if you recall, I was uh, saying you need to make sure you wipe out, wipe off that exterior of that hummingbird feeder so any of that nectar that's on the exterior doesn't attract them as rapidly right. uh, as far as the, the yellow jackets. Right, and, and the hummingbirds are, are going to know that it's there regardless Correct. of right. Yeah. Hummingbirds are pretty, uh, very intelligent, so they can find that feeder. You did uh, say that. You did say the yellow jackets are Yellow jackets pretty are dumb. not as swift. Uh, oh, I found that out very well because uh, that, that hummingbird feeder by the porch was moved uh, across the yard, but... Uh, but it was also bumped into the pole that was hanging that feeder. Yes. And boy, did they have, those guys had a field day trying to pile on each other, getting what was left of that nectar. It was nuts. So, so we, uh, somebody, I think you had suggested last week about mint possibly, and yeah. there's not a, I didn't see a lot of research out there. Um, I got home last Saturday and my wife had put some mint leaves on our hummingbird feeder. It actually worked very well, uh, for about a day until the mint dried up. And, uh, and so I guess it's one of those other cases, uh, uh, they make a product for that. So yeah. I, I found out that Waddell's carries a, a product actually called uh, um, Hummingbird Bee Repellent. And it's actually a spray that you oh. put on your feeder. And it's essential oils. It includes peppermint oil. Um, it's got eucalyptus oil, cinnamon oil, and geranium oil. It's much stronger than the mint leaves. And that way you don't have to use all your mint harvest to keep the yellow jackets off your hummingbird feeder. Right, yeah. So that would work very well. It would last a lot longer than just putting mint leaves on there. Yeah, that 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 the mint leaves, you know, that was just a Facebook hack, but you'd figure, hey, try anything, you know, right. and see if it works. But, hey, just do that. There you go. Head to Waddell's and pick that up. And and uh, what, what do you spray it on your? Yeah, it's actually a spray, and you spray okay. it right on the feeder. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, trivia question coming up, 382-4280-877-382. 4280. Hopefully, we won't have any errors with this week's trivia. Yeah, I tried question. to word the question very good this, this week. <laughs> but so, so but our, stand by to call in on that. Uh, what is the trivia question for today? And a $20 gift card for Waddell's correct. is up for grabs. So, today's question um, if you accidentally disturb a yellow jacket nest, those guards will typically attack you. Yeah. If you walk away, what causes more yellow jackets from the nest to also attack you? 
And it's not just because they don't like you. Um, there's a specific term I'm looking for that causes more yellow jackets to, uh, to follow you and attack you. So that, that's mm. our trivia question for mm. the day. And I saw a couple of articles on one out of uh, WXYZ in Detroit talking about yellow jackets. They may have mentioned it. So yeah. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on that. What is the trivia question again? So if, if you disturb a yellow jacket nest and those guards attack you, what causes more yellow jackets to also attack you? 382-4280-877-382-4280. You're shot at a $20 gift certificate to Waddell's uh, Nursery Floral Garden. And Bird Center is yours if you can answer that question correctly. And we're going to talk about yellow jackets yes. uh, through, through, through the half so, hour. So yellow jackets, is it a bee, wasp, or hornet? Um, good question. Typically, they're confused because they all buzz. I know we, what I, I have the answer to that. We, we associate that sound with bees, um, but they're actually they're, they're all in the same general family, the Hymenoptera. Um, ants are also included in that family. Most times, we separate the the yellow jackets and hornets out from wasps and bees, even though yellow jackets and hornets are technically correct, a wasp. Yes. And uh, but we, we usually separate those hornets and yellow jackets out because they're very social. Uh, and uh, they tend to be very aggressive. So it's uh, something we need to watch out for. Uh, one of the uh, areas that uh, we need to look at is finding out where they nest. That's usually a sort of a key of what type of uh, insect it is. Is it a ground nest? Is it, is it a, a paper nest in the tree or up underneath an eave of a building? Um, there's over 450 native bee pollinators here in Michigan. So it's, uh, there's a lot of uh, variety out there. Some of those species are solitary. As I said, the yellow jackets are very social. They uh, tend to be uh, very aggressive. Uh, there's uh, generally five major types of yellow jackets in Michigan. Um, there's actually, I think, about 13 or 14, maybe 15 that actually we see occasionally in Michigan. They range um, and, and in areas where they nest, sometimes they nest in uh, hollow tubes, like the end of a pipe, you know, sticking out uh, in, a, mm -hmm. in a rack. Um, sometimes they chew holes or they usually use existing holes in a house. And so we need to be careful with that. Mm -hmm. So we need, first we want to see if we're trying to identify them, see where they're nesting. So there are some ground nesting bees also. Yeah. And so we need to watch where what that activity is from a distance, a safe distance, just in case they are the yellow jackets because they are uh, – very aggressive. Mm -hmm. Three eight two four two eight zero. Trivia question is once again: When yellow jackets guard yellow jackets attack you, what causes more yellow jackets to also attack you? Jim, do you have an idea on this one? Well, I'll give it a try. I would think the there uh, emit a pheromone or a chemical. Correct. That is correct. Hey, there you go. So, so an interesting fact uh, with uh, yellow jackets. When you uh, disturb that nest, and hornets are, are the same way because they're very aggressive, most of the wasp family are that way. But yellow jackets and hornets, because they're very aggressive, when those guards attack you, the best option that you have is to cover your face and slowly walk away. Now, if you can withstand those very sharp, stinging uh, insects, they, they hurt when they sting you. And... Uh, if you, if you walk away and cover your face, you might have uh, half a dozen, maybe a dozen stings and probably no more. But if you kill them or swat at them, try to brush them off, they release those pheromones and it attracts rest of that nest. And they keep coming after you. Uh, 
That's actually how I discovered that I'm very allergic to them. <laughs> uh, the hard way. Uh, so it's uh, something interesting. Um, once they uh, have that disturbance, whatever that individual or animal is that's disturbed their nest, and they have those pheromones released, typically anybody else around is not going to get stung. But you will. Uh, so it's, uh, And they can be very aggressive. They can sting more than once. So they don't have a barbed yeah. stinger like the bees do. So bees typically sting once. They lose their stinger when they leave. Leave it in your skin and keep releasing venom. Yellow jackets can sting multiple times. Their, their stinger is smooth, so they can withdraw it and sting again. And the third and fourth sting from the same yellow jacket hurts just as bad as the first one. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Hey, Jim, you're a big winner. Congratulations, sir. All right, thank you. All right, you have a $20 gift certificate coming from Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden and Bird Center. And uh, I'm going to put you on hold, send you back over to Mike Collins, our producer, and he will uh, he will get the information from you to mail out that gift certificate to you, all right? All right. All right, stand by, Jim, and thank you for listening and playing along. Our big winner today, right here on Nature Watch, and we'll be back with more, we're talking Yellow Jackets, 382-4280-877-382-4280, or you can text Andy, or not Andy, you can text <laughs> Gary your question right here to 80373. Nature Watch continues after this on WKZO at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center want you to know that now is the best time of year to repair your lawn or start a new one. Waddell's is known for its exclusive grass seed blends formulated just for the Kalamazoo area. This week, get Waddell's four most popular grass seed blends on sale. Supreme Blend, which has been the favorite sunny blend for our area for more than 50 years, is now just $8.99 per pound. Jaguar Seed is on sale for only $6.49 per pound. And Waddell's Deluxe Shady, which can do well in a very shaded area, and City Blend for high traffic areas are also on sale. More lawn improvement needs that are on sale this week include gypsum, lime, and easy straw, the straw mulch that helps grass seed germinate that you don't need to remove. And if you're not sure what your lawn needs, Waddell's Lawn Pros are always glad to help. Located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturdays, 9 to 5, closed Sundays. 843 at 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. It's Nature Watch with Gary Miller. We're talking about flying insects that we use words for that cannot be mentioned on this air. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> when they sting you, that does not feel good at all. No, no, no. So, so yellow jackets, uh, it's interesting because they actually are a beneficial part of our environment. And we always wonder, well, what's the purpose of yellow jackets? So yellow jackets um, typically feed on other insects, um, usually some pest insects and in that. And so they can, the caterpillars, and so they're very beneficial for our environment. Uh, we want to keep them away from our houses and where our activities are. They're, they're one of our most trouble, troublesome wasp pests because they usually nest around our homes and our other structures, and they're attracted to many of the same foods that we like. And most the uh, probably the most common yellow jackets that we have here that uh, in southwest Michigan are the eastern yellow jacket and the German yellow jacket, which is actually from Europe originally, but is in every continent except Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And they, the German yellow jacket is a yellow jacket that typically nests in wall spaces. And so it's very important to how to treat those nests. Um, the eastern yellow jacket is a ground nesting yellow jacket. They uh, actually chew up weathered wood and mix it with their saliva, make sort of a paper mache 
and that's what they create their little nest uh, structure out of in the ground. They use an existing burrow, so typically an animal burrow or hole in the ground. And sometimes you you may, if you have a yard, uh, in your yard you have a nest in the ground, and all of a sudden you see an area that's all dug up, and you might see a little bit of that paper mache nest left. Right. As an animal has come in during the nighttime and actually found that nest and wants to eat all those uh, pupa uh, in the uh, in the nest, eats those lar- larvae, those young, young wasps. Typically it's a skunk. Skunks actually go after those. Um, so it's a, a nice uh, n- another way for nature to help control that. Uh, let me see. I, I smell a skunk. Oh, yeah. the exterminator's here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so we want to watch where those nests are because uh, if they're in an area where um, you don't want me to disturb them, they're quite a ways away from your house. You're not walking near that. Typically you want to leave them alone because they are very beneficial insects. Mm-hmm. They go after sugars. So that's uh-huh. why we usually attract, they get, get attracted to those picnics this time of year. This is when their big population is in the nest. So the only member of that nest that's going to survive all winter is the queen. And so they are uh, collecting food to feed those larvae. Um, they're actually growing some new queens, and they're feeding them sugars and everything, but they also eat decaying meat. So like I said, they eat just about everything we do. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out why, why they're attracted to meat so much. You it's know. just protein. It's, um, okay. they, they eat just about everything we do. Yeah. Well, um, little hack um, Yeah, to uh, while we were moving the uh, nest, um, we put out uh, in a uh, Tupperware bowl a couple of slices of ham. Oh yes, and they just they they were having a field day all over that, so that yeah, kind, uh, that kind of helped deter them while moving everything. The uh, actually uh, Michigan State University's Plant and Pest Diagnostics Lab has a link to a video showing yellow jackets uh, actually decimating a mouse carcass. Um, they actually suggest that if you're squeamish, not to watch it because it is uh, a little little uh, alarming, I guess, for some people. Um, but they do do eat those that roadkill on that too. The uh, yellow jackets um, with those ground nests. One of the things you want to remember is that they're not going to come back to the same nest next year. That queen survives either uh, in some some leaf litter in the landscape somewhere. They find a, a underneath tree bark. They find some place to, to hibernate for the winter, and then starts laying eggs in the spring. And they start getting those those workers. Like I said, this time of year is when their biggest population is in that nest. So some of the species of yellow jacket in southwestern Michigan might have 100, 250 yellow jackets in. Some of them may have more than 5,000. And typically the very uh, large nests are those big ground nests from the eastern yellow jacket. And occasionally they actually have more than 10,000 in the nest. So if you uh, disturb that nest and those guards start attacking you, that's where you really want to make sure that you walk away very slowly and uh, try to not get stung many times from them because even if you're not allergic, sometimes you can have a reaction because right. of the number of stings. Right. So it's very important to watch that. Uh, the uh, way to control those ground nests is uh, there's a couple of ways to do that. Uh, there, there's actually several products out there. Uh, we actually have one at Waddell's called 38+. Plus. It's a, a liquid concentrate that you mix in with water in a bucket of water. You want to treat nests at nighttime. Yeah. Uh, the, all the yellow jackets are back in the nest at night. It's usually cooler. Know where that, that nest is. Maybe just a little hole in the ground. Put a little flag or something near there so you can find it when you want to dose it. Uh, that 38-plus works fantastic. Um, I also don't, you don't want to use insecticides any more than you need to just because you don't want to affect other, other insects. But when that nest is right next to your walkway or your patio, um, you need to take care of it. Right. 
And uh, so that, that nighttime, getting that dose, that actually usually one treatment does uh, takes care of the problem. Sometimes you have to do that second second uh, dose. When you get into some of the other um, stinging insects, like the hornets, also very aggressive. A lot of times we are familiar with that bald-faced hornet has that big paper nest up in the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're down very low. Again, if they're way up in the tree and they're not disturbing you, leave it be. Um, if if you need to, to eradicate that nest, um, you need to use a foaming in, uh, wasp hornet spray and shoot it at that uh, opening. You need to have an escape route plan. Uh, so you need to actually suggest on Michigan State's website, they actually suggested having two cans in hand so you can get that second opening or in that nest. And... When you, when you spray that, you want to want to move away very rapidly. Now, if it involves a ladder, disturbed hornets and co- trying to come down a ladder, not a good combination. No. So if it was very risky, even a ground nest and sometimes ground nest, you need to call those professionals in. Um, be safe. Uh, it, it, uh, try, trying to move down a ladder very rapidly with a swarm of hornets chasing you is not a good combination. <laughs> so we'll... Uh, you know, see, see the, watch those nests. Um, typically, I've seen uh, yellow jackets and even some of the paper wasps uh, put nests in. We've got tubes that we use tie our trees up at Waddell's, and sometimes those tubes will have nests in them. So if you see some activity, stand safe distance away and just watch. And you can see where that, that, that those insects are going in and out, and just you can spray. If you get the German yellow jacket in your wall in your house, do not plug the exterior opening. They will try to chew a new opening, and it might be into the inside of your house. Oh. Uh, that's usually a case where you want to have a professional come in and exterminate that nest. Right. So that uh, can be very uh, dangerous. Um, if you have one fly in your window and you're driving down the road, s- slow, pull over to the side of the road, stay safe, roll all your windows down, slowly exit the vehicle safely, and uh, eventually they'll leave. Sometimes you get multiples in the car. Um, so it's uh, something to be very uh cognizant of be aware of that those surroundings because uh when you have somebody that's allergic uh, like i am uh, you always uh, try to watch for that treat them with some safety and some dignity and respect um, keep a safe distance so hummingbee uh, honeybees bumblebees i'm allergic yeah. to all of them huh. and so they usually don't disturb me they're not very aggressive no bumblebees you know they they just fly by carpenter bees can be a kind of a pain they they, they look like a bumblebee but Yes, but they're not a bumblebee, and they'll uh, they'll buzz you very close just to check up on you, kind of. Oh yes, I've had I've had bumblebees, and then actually carpenter bees. Any of any of those bigger bees, uh, sometimes those solitary bees, they'll hover right in front of your face just to check you out. Right, and so it's it's, they're actually fun to watch, but uh, they're they're usually if you don't disturb them, they don't disturb you. Right, yellow jackets and and hornets and some of the other wasps, uh, they are not as friendly. Um, they just sometimes they you get close to them and they don't like the look of you and they're going to attack you. So you've got to be very careful with them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, man. And, and those things hurt. Boy, do they hurt. Right, right, right. So it uh, you know keeps it interesting. That the population is so big right now um, with all the activity and we get uh, a lot of that outdoor activity. You get uh, you know trash barrels at the, the county fair that uh, has pop and other sugar products. They're usually swarming with yellow jackets, so right. Be be cautious around those. Yeah, if you're um, if you're dealing with yellow jackets and have questions, three eight two four two eight zero or eight seven seven three eight two four two eight zero. You can text in your question to Gary and myself here. 
to 80373. Yeah, it's um it's just not fun dealing with these things right now. No, and they're they're just not friendly at all. If you recall several years ago we had the European uh, paper wasp that was very aggressive. The population was just phenomenal here in, in southwestern Michigan. Mm-hmm. And they would seem like build a nest overnight almost. Uh, very aggressive, not real big nests. Uh, but they, they nest everywhere under little eaves, a little little nook or something that gets underneath the uh, protects them from the weather. And there's and, nothing you can really do about it. You and know. you just have to be aggressive. You know, in the areas where you need to be moving around, you need to make sure that uh, you keep those areas clear. And rest of them, you just let them go. Um, right. there, I mean, there's so many different types of wasps in Michigan. So it's a uh, you know a very a lot of very very beneficial ones, but they all have some benefit in the environment. So it's a uh, makes it makes it very interesting out there. And, uh, you know, while you're watching those insects, I mean, there's all sorts of other insect activity in the fall here, too, because you've got some of those insects like ants that are getting their stores for the winter uh, put up, honeybees and, and those um, other, pollen, we think of true pollinators, they're always pollinating flowers. Uh, they're, they're actually storing up honey in it and mm-hmm. getting that nectar making honey for the winter so they have their winter stores. And so we see lots of activity in those late blooms yet in the fall. Right. Um, watch, watch, surprising, you'll probably see some yellow jackets on those flowers. They will actually pollinate flowers. Really? Go after the nectar, too. Oh. Not, you don't typically see them there because they go after that easier sugar and that leftover pop. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get that pop can, you open it up. Might want to put, you know, put cover it or something if you're sitting outside, but you know, make sure that one hasn't flown in there because the last, last thing you want to do is get stung in your mouth. Oh, I, I, I've <clears throat> come across friends who have done that before, and it's, no, it was not fun at all. Um, now, the WXYZ article says they, that um, yellow jackets do not pollinate, but they I guess they do? They do. Not, not, not real frequently, but they do go after the nectar and get the sugar in that nectar to, to do some pollination. Not their primary source for sugars. Like I said, they go after much easier sources, and uh, they nest around the humans, so the humans have all these food sources for them besides flowers, so they uh, go after those food sources. So it makes it interesting. So there's not really a lot you can do outside of just, you know, being aware. Right, that. and then, uh, you know, I've, I've taken times uh, in the yard. Um, the last thing you want to do is get surprised when you're mowing the yard. And I've so, had that happen. Uh, I've had I've had friends <laughs> of that have had that happen. Um so you really want to um, take take that little bit of time before you mow, or you're going to take a walk in the yard. Just stand and you know, stand in the shade, or stand in the sun if it's a little cooler out, and just watch and see if you see some activity. Sooner or later, you'll see that activity because this time of year during the daytime they're very active, and watch where they're going. Um, just avoid that area if, if uh, they do have a nest on the ground, or you've got that hornet nest you know hanging on that low branch and that shrub out in the backyard. Uh, like I said, they're very aggressive. Very aggressive. Okay. Yeah. It's episode two of Nature Watch, 382-4280 with your questions for Gary. Um, second show, rolling right along and uh, covering topics that, you know, we just wouldn't be able to cover, you know, when, when we're just stuck on like just birds. You know, nothing, yeah. you know, I love birds and all of that. And of course, we'll incorporate birds into into the show, you know, as need be. But, you know, this way we can cover other things like yellow jackets. Yeah, well, there's all sorts of, you know, parts of nature. So birds are one aspect of that. And uh, you know, speaking of birds, that brings up a little uh, little tidbit. If you have a chance, uh, you know, email me at naturewatch at waddells.com uh, with some of your favorite bird watching areas, especially this time of year. You know, not your, your backyard. Everybody has their backyard that they enjoy watching birds. But uh, mm-hmm. 
We're going to start seeing a lot of migrants coming through from those northern nesting birds. Um, they've flocked up. We're starting to see a little snow up in northern Canada already. And so those far north nesting birds, including waterfowl, are going to be migrating through southwestern Michigan. Yeah. And well, so there's many places to observe those birds. We just have a couple of minutes, but while we do, uh, we have Janet on the phone. Good morning, Janet. Welcome to Nature Watch. Good morning. Thank you. I wanted to tell you about sitting on the porch and eating and every day through the whole summer, spring, summer, and fall that yellow and black stripes that's a bee or yellow jacket uh, would come and sit on my plate and go around my plate and eat off of my plate. So every day it would come, get things off my plate. So I just let it eat. And one day I had did not have meat on my plate. So I went in the house to get some meat and put it on the plate. And then they ate again, they would take pieces back and forth to their hive, but they are friendly. If you don't swat at them, they think you're trying to kill them. Right. Otherwise, uh, but one time it it got caught in my hair because he landed on my head and got oh, caught my. in my hair and I tried to help get him out of my hair and he stung the top of my head because he thought it was trying to kill him. Oh, yeah, so anytime you try to uh, you know try to help him along like that, that uh, they think you're, attack- you're attacking them, so they're going to attack you back. Hey, thanks, Janet. We, we, we do appreciate it, but we do have to go. Thank you for the call. And thank you, Gary. For our second edition of Nature Watch, we're back here again Saturday, 8.30 a.m. for Nature Watch. It's brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral Garden, and Bird Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. CBS and local news.